Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Ollie. And I'm Liam. And for those that don't know, or if we've got any new listeners this week, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about, and we give ourselves just a week to read and research all about it. The idea being that we do the hard work, and then we share what we feel are the most important pieces of information with you, our listeners. That is exactly what we do. And just so everybody knows, we are not experts in anything that we talk about on this pod. This is just a summary of our findings. Hopefully, by sharing some knowledge with you, we can all learn a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Exactly. So let's get on with this week's topic, which you will know is Barbie. Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Da, 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 da. Ollie, this week you've picked Barbie. Why have we picked Barbie this week? It's a pretty popular topic at the moment, isn't it? The most anticipated film of the year, I think that's fair to say, or movie, as people might call it, is has just come out. So yeah, I thought it could be some good timing to get some general knowledge on who and what Barbie is. Cultural phenomenon, I think they probably use. Yeah. Uh, somewhere. Yeah, we jumped on that bandwagon mainly because we needed to know about Barbie too. So here we go. We've learned it. When my daughter starts banging on about Barbie, I'm going to be able to talk to her about it. Absolutely. Hopefully, this will be interesting to people. By the time this is out, so the film has already come out, but by the time people listen to this, you might well have been to see the film already. But after listening, you should have a bit of a better idea about the history and maybe some of the things that happen in the film maybe relate to some of what we talk about today. Yep. So same as normal then, Ollie. What did you know about Barbie before we started learning about it this week? Uh, no, it's a doll. No, it's a, a play doll uh, that predominantly girls play with when they're younger. Um, that's what, you know, was was always thought when I was growing up, that maybe be a bit of a girls playing with them. It comes with like a doll house. She's got blonde hair um, and quite a grown up looking doll, I'd probably say. How about yourself? Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty much the same thing. Uh, I always thought, because she's got quite big boobs, doesn't she? Like, for a doll for kids. It's a bit like, is this a kid's doll? I've always thought. Uh, but no, I mean, your daughter's actually older than mine. I don't know. Has she got any, has she got a Barbie doll? Or had a Barbie doll? My daughter doesn't have many yet. She's no, not yet. Dolls, like... Yeah, not yet. Not yet, but I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah, she, she does. She's got a couple thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she so, does. That's a good point. Well, we'll get on to it in a minute. My daughter's young enough at the minute. All she wants to play with is like dollies, you know, like babies. Her dolls yeah. are all babies. So she yeah. plays with dolls, but they're all, she puts them inside prams and push chairs and walks around with them as if they're her kids. So I think Barbie's a little bit different to that, isn't it? The other thing that I knew about Barbie is her signature colour is pink. Do you know that that's an official colour as well? Yeah, I did see that this week. I learned that this week. It's called, is it Pan, Pantone? Panatone? Yeah, the Pantone like colour. It's PMS 219C. That is the specific special Barbie pink. Uh, yeah, that is out so all, all designers and publishers and artists around the world, they use this, you know, think like B&Q. They use this like colour matching. So they all use the same colours. So they all, so it's always in print. It's always the same color, and they know the code. Yeah, the the pink that Barbie use is its own color. Its own like that's a like a is it like a trademarked color? Barbie pink, P 
PMS two one nine C. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that was the anyway. other thing that I know it's always. You already knew that. How did you know that? No, no, I didn't know the colour. I said I always associate her with being pink. Okay, I see what you're saying. Well, uh, yeah, you're right, and it's official colour as well. Yes. There you go. Fact yeah. number one. We we just started, and you've always got a fact. They've got their own. <laughs> Barbie's got its own colour. So if we were to get into it then and say, so we, we've got Barbie. We've already said she's like a cultural icon. Lots of people listening will have grown up playing or definitely be aware of what Barbie is. She's just over 60 years ago that she was released. But should we actually say then, like, what what is she? Just describe her a little bit if anybody's wondering. She's 11 and a half inches tall. She's a doll. You can move her. She wears loads of different clothes, comes with loads of different accessories. Sold in 150 countries around the world. Super popular. They've sold. They reckon they've sold like a billion of them. I think we'll get on that a bit later on. A billion Barbie dolls. That's some good going, isn't it? And as I just saying there, she's just over 60 years old. So she actually made her public debut in 1959 at the American International Toy Fair in New York. And it was on the 9th of March, which is what her official birthday is. Yeah. So officially she's what, 64 years old, probably by now, just about to retire, I guess. If you're, <laughs> yeah. if you're in the UK, she's coming up on retirement. She's not, interestingly, she's not from Malibu, is she? No, which I think a lot of people, if you were to ask, where do you think she's from? Because she's got a super famous, the Malibu dream house, hasn't she? That people would say, yeah. oh, she must be from Malibu. No, she's from Willows, a, a fictional place called Willows in Wisconsin. She's a Wisconsin girl, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, that's a part of her, her fictional backstory, I guess, isn't it? She's sort of, she's a character, isn't she? Um, do you know her full name? This is good. So to her friends, to her, her close people, she's she's Barbie. But her real full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Yeah, or Barbie. Uh, I've actually got a friend called Barbara. One of my grand's friends is called Barbara. I might start calling her Barbie from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did Barbie come about then? So it's a company called Mattel, isn't it? Mattel, M-A-T-T-E-L, Mattel. Ma- I don't know how to say it. Mattel? Yeah, Mattel. Mattel. They're enormous, aren't they? They're enormous toy manufacturer toy brand they own lots of brands of toys within mattel as well but mattel originally didn't start out as a toy manufacturer they used to sell some other like household items and there was there was a woman who started it called ruth handler with her husband and they they were making different things not starting on toys yet and ruth apparently pitched the idea of them trying to make a doll after she saw her daughter playing with some paper dolls. Yeah, so we think she probably like just made them, right? She like curled up paper into a doll sort of shape, almost like a stick figure. Yes. So she was playing with these dolls, but the difference was her daughter was pretending these dolls were like were a grown-up job. So it was like this doll is a policewoman and this doll is... I don't know, whatever, she's working in a shop and this doll is a teacher or whatever. And that was different because at the time, the vast majority of dolls were like I was saying, like my daughter plays with like with dollies. They were little, weren't they? The dolls themselves were babies. Whereas she could see that her daughter was playing with these grown up dolls, which was the thing that was not the same. Yeah, absolutely. And so this is in 1945 and she was yeah, struggling to convince other people that there, there was a market to have this type of doll rather than it being a dolly 
that, that little girls would play with. And so she sort of sat on the idea for a little bit until she then ended up going over to Europe. So she was based in the US, this Ruth Handler and Mattel started in the US. She ended up coming over to, to Europe and she ended up seeing a doll called the Build Lily. Okay. Which is a bit of a controversial character, this Build Lily. So it, it was a comic strip within one of the um, uh, German newspapers at the time called the Bild Zeitung. And this Lily, she used to dress quite provocatively. She was seen as yeah. a bit of a gold digger. She was maybe said some saucy things it was saying to men. And it was really marketed as a comic strip aimed at men in the first place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose at the time that we're talking, if you've got this doll that looks like Barbie does today, but in a cartoon format, being quite cheeky and a bit provocative, you know, it's a different time then if we're talking yeah. about, you know, 1950s ish. Yeah. And then, so they then released a, a, so this was in a comic strip, but then they released almost like a collector's doll. Yeah. Um, it wasn't toy per se, but it was certainly aimed at adults. And yeah, she was this really sort of sassy, independent sort of, yeah, like you said, provocative, probably a good word sort of character. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, the doll itself was just aimed at collectors, uh, but it was a bit of a joke really, gift. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what sounds about right. That you would give to people and sort of say, oh, this is quite funny. Look at this, like this, this type of doll that you've got and then give it as a joke gift to grown up men. Yeah. And she'd come with these glamorous outfits that she wear in the comic strip. She'd come with the high heels. Um, but it was certainly more adult themed for sure. Definitely. Uh, but it it was more the like the idea of the doll and how the doll worked and how it had the different costumes and things that Ruth had seen. And then sort of took that idea back with her to America and said, actually, look, I could I could take these paper dolls that my daughter was playing with, but make them into a doll like this. And we could have them with different clothes on. They could be doing different jobs. And then off we go. Yeah. Yeah. And what they were the people who she tried to convince at Mattel, they said to her, this seems like it's too expensive. We wouldn't be able to do this and feasibly get it out there and people be interested in it. But yeah, she she saw these dolls in Europe, took a load of them back, and then people started to think, oh, maybe this was a possibility. But it it wasn't quite as straightforward as just building this doll. They had to use quite a bit of brain power and get some people involved in like designing it and making it actually work, you know, with like moving, moving arms and legs, didn't they? Yeah, they had to get a guy called Jack Ryan in, who was a weapons designer, apparently, yeah. in 1955. <laughs> That's a bit um, heavy duty, isn't it? Getting in someone like yeah, that. Yeah, they actually they actually replaced. So she started the company, Mattel, with her husband, whose name was Elliot, and they had a, a family friend called Matt. And what they did, that's where the Mattel came from, because it was Matt and Elliot. Did you know that fact? Little oh, fact. I like that. I didn't know that. Matt one. and Elliot, and they formed the company Mattel. Um, they basically switched out this Matt guy, Matt, Matt, Matt Matson or Harold Matt Matson, swapped him out with this guy, Jack Ryan, who was a former weapons designer, he knew a whole lot of stuff about things like this. And he managed to get it so that this Barbie would, you know, she would bend her knees or move her arms or her head or whatever it was that needed doing. And then he, yeah, basically designed the doll as it is today. Yeah. And this this revolutionized the toy industry. So as we were saying earlier, and it's probably worth pointing out, we've said it a couple of times, up until this point, predominantly girls, I know, you know, that's not quite right now, but girls at the time 
were playing with dolls and they were playing with dollies and things that they would their yeah. mother and look after. And then yeah. now Mattel, and thanks to Ruth, Ruth Handler, they've introduced this adult looking doll where you can then change her clothes um, and change her fashion. So this is a, you know, a big revolution within the toy industry that's going on here. And yeah, and, and the sales and the, the they're just mind boggling, right? We said earlier that they've sold a billion Barbie dolls. Yeah. More than that. That's they Mattel claimed they sold about a billion Barbie dolls in 2009, I think. So there's no actual number right now for how many they've sold, but it's going to be a boatload higher than that by now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, they were saying that, well, there was an, an interview that was done in 2003 and Mattel claims that a Barbie doll was sold every three seconds somewhere around the world. Wow. Which, which is incredible just that there were that many dolls that, that were being sold. And it, it just absolutely exploded. And they were saying this is like why it then proved that it, there was a need there for people wanting to have these dolls and to play with them, even though it seemed you know, a bit controversial at the time. They think they sell about 100 dolls a minute now. You know, that's like tw- you know, 20 years on. They're selling about 100 dolls every minute. And so Mattel, you know, they, as a... As a um, Company, like I said, they sell lots of other things, right? They sell Barbie dolls. They also they own Fisher Price, Hot Wheels, Thomas the Tank Engine, all the Thomas stuff, all the WWE action figures, Polly Pockets. You know, they make lots and lots of money selling toys. But Barbie is the fourth highest, uh, like grossing revenue toy brand in the world. Oh right, okay. Behind, uh, they make about seven hundred million dollars a year. And then Fisher Price, which Mattel also own, is third. They make about nearly 900. And then there's a Japanese company, Bandai Namco, is second. But miles ahead of everybody is Lego, which is we've done an episode on. If you feel like learning about Lego, we've actually done that episode. Uh, they Good make point. about 10 times as much. Wow. 10 times. Wow. That's, yeah. that's enormous. That's, yeah, that is, it's amazing like, how many of these Barbie dolls were sold. And part of it was down to them being good at advertising and coming up with some good strategy to then try and really push on the dolls. And one of the things that they did that was truly groundbreaking in the 1950s was to buy TV adverts and TV slots that were in, in between children's shows. And that, that had just never happened before that they had, they had adverts aimed at children because now the child is the consumer rather than the, the grown-up. And then you've got the children saying to their parents, you know, I really want to buy one of those. Um, and so it was just a brilliant idea. So, yeah, they, they bought a lot of ads in between the Mickey Mouse Club shows um, and just putting on, on commercials or, or adverts that were focused at kids. Wow. And then moving on from there, they also, as everybody probably knows, there are so many different Barbie dolls you can buy. What well, there is. Did you see ever see what the best-selling version was? It's, it's something doll. to do with her hair. I, I don't know what it's called. It's a hair one, right? Something yeah, that's Barbie's it. Special hair or something. It's Total Hair Barbie. She was released in 1992, and as of a year ago, more than 10 million versions of that doll have been sold around the world. So wow. That's where, so the Total Hair Barbie is where she just had hair like down to her ankles, basically. Like like Rapunzel. A bit like Rapunzel. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so what they did is they basically, as times changed, Barbie would change and she would do whatever job was, you know, uh, I don't know, current, I guess. Um, and you end up with, she had like 250 different jobs. She's like Homer Simpson. She had so many different jobs, doesn't she? 
I love that. Like Homer Simpson. Yeah, he's done everything, hasn't he? There's so many, there's an episode where he mentions all the jobs he's done. But like during like the height of the Cold War, she, there was astronaut Barbie. You know, she when asked- they're trying to, when in the space race, they're trying to get to space in the 60s. Yeah. A- astronaut Barbie comes out. Well, she actually went to space four years before the moon landing took place. So she she beat she beat Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin into space. Um, so yeah, yeah. She, she was she was ahead of them. Um, you know, there's loads of them. There's loads of them. As as and it, like it's an inspirational thing, isn't it? Because they're, they're, they're trying to inspire girls, I guess, predominantly, but children to to realise they can do these jobs. So like in 1973, there was Surgeon Barbie, and that was at yep. a time when very few girls were surgeons yeah it's like hold on that barbie's a surgeon you could be a surgeon that, that that sort of thing and then there's just so many different ones it's almost like you name a profession and she's done it she's been a unicef ambassador she's been a canadian mountie she's been a rapper she's done you know anything you can you can hold think on. all right she's I've seemingly has done it go on then pa- paleontologist barbie okay. oceanographer barbie arctic rescuer barbie Film director Barbie, racing driver Barbie, wildlife photographer Barbie, airline pilot Barbie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> so many, so many different types, and she's had all sorts of pets along the way as well. She's had more than forty different pets. I was reading where you get different, either you know, twenty-one dogs, fourteen horses, six cats, three ponies, a parrot, a panda, a chimpanzee, a giraffe, and a zebra. <laughs> all the pets that she's had so, for the different jobs that she's then had over the years. Do you think she had to get, do you think the zebra came when she was wildlife photographer Barbie? Like that's where the zebra came from. Like why would she come with a zebra? Yeah. What other job? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wildlife Zoo- conservationist Barbie. She probably came with a lion or whatever yeah. it would have been. Zoologist or whatever it was. She got, she got a giraffe. Yeah, exactly. Which is. And um, so she's changed over the years, hasn't she as well? Like she's got all these jobs, but sort of over time, She's ever so slight, not massively, I don't suppose, but she has morphed. Oh. I don't think we ever actually said what she looked like at the beginning. So when she first came out originally, so yeah, that's a good point. She has changed a lot over the years, but do you just want to describe then what this original Barbie then looked like? Well, so this is quite, apparently it's famous, but like, I couldn't picture it. Uh, no. I, I don't know if anyone can just, what do you think Barbie first looked like? And like I was looking at most expensive Barbies and things, you know, this is like get an original Barbie is worth the most money. Obviously, I couldn't I didn't know this is what she looked like. She was in a black and white striped swimsuit. Now, I'm not sure I can describe female clothing, but like a one piece. Like, oh, OK. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Well, not a bikini. It was all one thing. <laughs> yeah. Black and white striped swimsuit. I don't think it had shoulder straps. I think it was. I don't know what you'd call it. I don't know what that's called. The a one strapless. Where Strapless oh, swimsuit, yeah, strapless, strapless one-piece swimsuit, black and white striped. She had a ponytail and she had like cat, those funny cat eye sunglasses that make you know. And that was it. Basically, yeah. she was ready for the beach. That was it. Yeah, ready for the beach. Um, she did come with a couple of different hairstyles over those first few years of iteration. But yeah, like you say, a, a blonde or a brunette ponytail is. What oh yeah, she, inter- that's interesting. What yeah, she had. At we the all time. think of her as blonde, don't we? Yeah. Everybody thinks oh, she's blonde. She actually has, for a very long time, you can get a, a brunette one. And she was really closely modelled on that build Lily that we were talking about. And so much so, like how the similarities between them is that the company behind the Lily dolls, we, they were called Greener and Hauser, they actually sued Mattel because they weren't happy okay. about this. So they said, hang on, this is way too similar. Like there's some sort of infringement that you've done here. But what they decided to do is they settled out of court in 1963 
And then a year later, Mattel realized it was going so well. They didn't want any other trouble that they just bought the rights to the Lily doll oh, okay. and just bought bought yeah. it outright. But yeah, you're, you're right. The, the dollars then changed over the years, things that we wouldn't even know or be aware about. So she didn't smile for the first 12 years. Yeah, yeah just is it called resting bitch face. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> then other things that she had is that her... Her eyes didn't look forward until 1971, so she always had a bit of a side eye going on. But then yeah, they she decided did, to she? make the bold decision to actually have her looking forwards and straight at people instead. Yeah. They had to change her ankles as well, didn't they? Because for a very long time, she only wore heels. And, you know, I, when you put heels on, which I have got experience of doing, you have to stand on tiptoes, don't you? So her yeah. ankles were in tiptoe position, but it meant like she couldn't stand up without her heels on. Yeah. So they had to edit the ankle. So the ankle moved and then they could put flats on her feet, basically. Yeah. And then the, the other thing about one of the changes that's probably significant is it took her 40 years before she had a belly button. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. that wasn't introduced until 2000. So yeah, there have been little, little tweaks along the way, as you say, trying to keep current, all the different jobs that she's had over the years. And she's then also, over these years, she's had lots of different friends, along the way and we probably can't mention barbie without mentioning one other person in particular yeah we have we've done ken a disservice here so apologies to ken fans we haven't even mentioned ken her long-serving boyfriend he was introduced just two years after she was i don't think we've said this did did we mention or did you say do you know that she's called barbie because that's named after ruth handler's daughter oh yeah good point do we know that so her name we said her name is barbara that is the ruth handler who came up with her that's her daughter ken or kenneth is her son so she released two bar two um two dolls to begin with i guess barbie and ken ken being her son yeah so ken came out two years later as her boyfriend so he came he, out dressed ready for the beach as well didn't he when he yeah, first he came. did so he came out just with some red swimming trunks a pair of sandals and a towel and that was it quite a hunky looking chap as well wasn't he yeah, oh, he's so dreamy, Ken. Um, <laughs> we, we were talking in the week. It's fun. I, I tried to nail down like a family tree, but it, it it doesn't quite work like that. Like they sort of had a family, and then they just like just stop making dolls or introduce new ones. So it's quite. There's no like nailed on. This is definitely true. But she has had a few sisters over the time, hasn't she? And a, a couple of twin twins, twin brothers and sisters as well. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she's had um, she had a couple of twins. But didn't one of the twins just all of a sudden stop being made? Just went missing. Yeah, yeah. Tootie and Todd, they were called. Uh, twin. I, I don't know whether they're girls and boys or not. Actually, to be fair, it's two. two uh, they, Todd's a boy's name. I don't know what about Tootie, but yeah, Tootie disappeared apparently. Tootie just disappeared, and then and then a girl called Stacy turned up again. She had another sister called Skipper. She had another one called Chelsea. Um, yeah, in and out. She got an English cousin named Francie Fairchild. Yeah. Okay. But, they, but like that Francie Fairchild was only around for like 10 years, like 66 to 76. Like they just introduce and then move and go with the times. There was um, some sad news in 2004, though. Oh, people took this quite hard at the time. Unfortunately, Barbie dumped Ken. Yeah, she did for a couple of years, didn't she? She, she dumped knew. him for a, a hunky Australian surfer named Blaine. Oh, dear. So that was in 2004. Was like, I even saw a news conference on that. So they, they like announced the news like quite officially uh, out there. That was quite interesting, like loads of photography and stuff going on about it. Um, but yeah, they they split up. But then thankfully, a couple of years later, Ken was back. 
And then her best friend is called Christy. And this is interesting because she's the first African-American doll. She came out in 69, so about 10 years after Barbie. And then the first black Barbie doll came out in 1981. Um, And I think that leads nicely into there have been some controversies, haven't there? around some of the Barbie dolls over to over the in the in the past, I guess. Yeah, there there definitely has. Not being like least of all the one that we've said at the beginning about marketing this quite adult looking doll with quite an you know yeah. a grown-up body to children. So originally there was just some controversy around it saying is this appropriate for children to be doing this? And then there's as there's been other jobs and other professions that she's had over the years she sometimes caused offense to different people one of them was around there was a pregnant version of barbie's best friend midge yeah and yeah. people were saying that maybe this isn't appropriate because it could uh encourage teenage pregnancy but the midge doll was quite interesting in itself wasn't it yeah you could take off her belly she had like a belly cover and you take it off and a little baby newborn came out what that's weird, isn't it? That's on. <laughs> Don't know about that. Don't know about that. There's a lot of um, uh, I don't know, controversy, like you're saying about like body image. Uh, you know, is Barbie what everybody should look like or aspire to be like? Uh, similarly, like she's really one of the things is how materialistic she is and how she's always got things and that it promotes like the the desire to have stuff. Every time you buy a Barbie, she also comes with a bag. Yes. Or a watch or a hat or just just stuff. And, um, you know, is that a good uh, I don't know, image to to put onto children, I guess? Yeah. One of the things that it, then Barbie got in trouble for at one point was one of those things that she came with was a set of bathroom scales. And oh, right, yeah. the scales were fixed at 110 pounds in weight. And it also came with a book called How to Lose Weight. And there was just one single instruction in that book, which was don't eat. Yeah, that's crazy. Pretty bad. So I, that's that's obviously promoting like an unhealthy body image for people as well. I read one. I read one. They grew up. So we said Barbie's got a sister called Skipper. They released one in 1975 called Growing Up Skipper. Right. And she would go through puberty in front of your eyes. And I've watched a video of it. It's it's mind boggling to think this got released because I think it's just even I watched it going, what? That can't be right. What you would do is if you cranked up her arm, she would get taller and her boobs would come out. Like, really? Yeah. Like, as if, you know, she's gone through puberty, like, like right in front of you, you get, <laughs> she gets like an inch taller and she gets chest all of a sudden. And then you oh, like, wow. you, you crank it the other way and she shrinks back down again. I've got no idea. <laughs> On that yeah. one. I missed that oh. one. Yeah. And there's one, there was one called Totally Styling Tattoos Barbie. Again, it was just a bit like, I don't think it was well received as like a thing to promote necessarily. No. And then there's been like Barbie has then been banned in different countries because of this as well. So in countries such as I think it was Saudi Arabia that she got banned so that the, the values and what have you that Barbie seemed to have didn't align with that country, but she's been banned in a couple of other places, hasn't she? Yeah. Iran and Russia have banned her at times as well. The Russian ministry of education said the Barbie toys has a harmful effects on young minds thought to awaken sexual impulses and encourage consumerism. Yeah. So she's, I think she's still banned in, in Russia, but that was early two thousands. 
But um, Mattel have tried to address this, haven't they? So they've they've now tried to then change it, and they now claim that it's the most diverse doll line that you can get, which probably makes sense. They've they've gone pretty hard on this, haven't they? Trying to yeah 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 make sure yeah, that you... they are having a doll represent everyone who might possibly want a doll. Yeah, they released a range, and they, they, Mattel actually like tweeted more skin tones, more body types, more unique looks. They, yeah, they say there are more than 170 dolls with different skin tones and hairstyles for children to choose and see themselves as. Yeah, and they're they're curvy, petite, tall, short, all tones, all different hairs. They've got a bold Barbie. They've got some that come with freckles. They've got, you know, they've got a, a Barbie with hearing aids. They've got a, a Down syndrome Barbie, one with prosthetic legs, one a, a vitiligo Barbie, like one in a wheelchair. They literally they're just any, you know, like you were saying, like however you might see yourself, they claim that you can now get a Barbie that represents you. Yeah, which is really good. And they've also then done this for Ken as well. They've given him long hair in uh, okay. hair down to his shoulders for for one of the Ken dolls as well just saying that not all boys have short hair but yeah they've they've really put in the effort haven't they to to make sure that they've got as many different types of Barbie as possible yeah so aside from some of the more like visually looking controversies that they've had or related directly to the doll there was a song and you you sang it earlier the aqua song yeah I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, life in plastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's actually that's actually sampled in the new in one of the songs from the new movie. Oh, is it? But I okay. don't know who sings it. It might be Dua Lipa. I don't know. It could be. Ah. I, I've got no idea. I think so, Dua Lipa sings a Barbie song. I don't know if that's the one. So Mattel, they try to sue Aqua for that song. Okay. And they they took it all the way to court, took it to some you know pretty high courts trying to sue them on this. But in the end, the judge threw it out, saying to them, "Well, no, just they've not damaged your brand in any way. And just because Barbie is so ubiquitous, known everywhere, it's reasonable that people might want to sing a song about it. And you yeah. just need to accept it, really." So the judge threw it out, saying, "You've not really got a case to to sue them here." It's actually Nicki Minaj that sings the current song. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, sorry, but Dua Lipa does have a song. Yeah, yeah, that Aqua song, though, has had over a billion views on YouTube. 1.2 billion views. Um, I wonder how many of them are, are recent. Like, I wonder if it's just gone mental yeah. recently, because as we said, I think it's quite important that we, you know, Elephant, not Elephant in the Room, the inspiration for this episode, there's that new the movie out, isn't it? Did you read how much money it took in the first weekend? Oh, absolutely incredible. I've read worldwide it took $337 million. It's about £293 million it took in the first weekend. That's because their marketing budget, do you know this? The marketing budget for that film was more than the budget for the film. So it's it's everywhere, right? They've gone all out marketing this film. You know, it's on bus stops and buses and posters. You can't miss it for, for, for there being an advert. I think and, um, um, Burger King even did a version where you could get pink sauce on your burger. And there's been all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That's... Yeah. So the movie cost, they think, I think I was reading on Variety or something. It cost 140 million to make the movie, but they've spent 150 million marketing it. So, but, but on what I've just said there, it. they've made that back, haven't they? In the first weekend, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, pretty nuts. Um, that's pretty yeah. I don't know. Are you, you going to go and see the film? 
Um, I've seen the trailer and it did actually look quite funny. I'm terrible with films. I'm terrible at ever going to them. If I do ever go and see them, I then forget them. But yeah, if it's on, I'd watch it, I reckon. I think in the film, doesn't Barbie meet Ruth Handler? Like that's part of like the, she meets the person who who we've said, like invented her essentially. Yeah, apparently there's, there's a part where they meet and Barbie, which is played by Margot Robbie, she knows... She has some sort of recollection about who this woman is, and she sort of feels like she's like a godlike figure, but she doesn't really know who she is or what have you. I think it then clears up towards the end of the film, apparently. Maybe uh, maybe somebody can update us and let us know. Have you got any other trivia to tell us, Ollie? What other little nuggets you got? Um, I suppose you mentioned it earlier about the original Barbie. So the original Barbie would cost about $3, whereas nowadays, if you've got a decent... Condition one, you can get about $25,000 at auction. Wow. Which is a pretty good increase, isn't it? That's uh, that's not too shabby. Um, and then maybe just something a little bit, which we've not really touched on. I know we've spoken about her figure and it being a grown-up doll, but there have been some studies to say that her body shape isn't possible and would cause all sorts of troubles <laughs> if somebody actually had the Barbie the dimensions of Barbie things like she'd struggle to lift up her head because of the proportion of her head to her neck (laughs) so she'd struggle with that she'd probably struggle to fit in her liver or some other vital organs into her her waist and her body with it being so um you know so skinny and yeah she'd have some other issues around like probably being able to stand up um, because of her ankles, maybe they're they're too thin to support her. It's even saying she's probably not, she doesn't weigh enough or have enough body fat to be able to menstruate as a as a woman. So there, there's all sorts of things in terms of, you know, her her actual shape that then leads again back to some of that controversy. Well, I've got one more fact, but it's going to be my takeaway. So should I hit you with one more interesting fact about Barbie that we might remember? Go on then. What is your two guys, one topic takeaway? So Barbie obviously comes with, lots of clothes right but we know they're selling 100 barbie dolls every minute or so that makes barbie one of the largest garment manufacturers in the world <laughs> brilliant Mattel, i guess they're, they've got 100 million yards of fabric being used to make the the fabric that barbie wears but like we said <laughs> lego make the most tires in the world well barbie is i'm not sure it's the most but they're right at the very top end of companies making clothing uh barbie and Mattel make the most. That's a good point. Yeah, nice. I like that. That sounds good. Um, so for me then, my two guys, one topic takeaway is how old is Barbie? 64, because 59, 1959 is when she was launched, March of the 9th. That makes her uh, 64 years old. Done. Exactly. That's what everyone would think, but she obviously doesn't look 64 years old, does she? Very true. Very true. So since then, even though that's her birthday, Mattel have come out and she said that she's actually 19 years old and she will forever remain at 19 years old. Man, and she's got that Malibu house, which yeah. I read they, the estimated cost of is about $16 million, by the way, if that was a real <laughs> house. I just thought of that all of a sudden that's just popped into my head. So, yeah, yeah she's, she's, got got a car, she's got a car, a horse, a house, and she's an astrophysicist and she's 19. <laughs> She's doing really well, really well. Yeah. Mate, good episode. I feel like I'm culturally, 
I'm up to speed with something that's quite important right now in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And just some idea about where she originally came from, that German build lily doll, which we'll post a picture up on our socials just so people can see what that that build lily looked like originally. Quite a, yeah, an interesting idea. As you said, nice that Ruth Handler named it after her daughter as well. Um, yeah. Trying Ken, to come up with something. Yeah, trying to come up with something to avoid her daughter playing with the paper dolls and stuff. Uh, yeah, quite an interesting journey. Yeah, good week. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed it, all of our listeners. If you've got any thoughts or comments, if you've been to see the movie and any of this now makes sense, please let us know. Hit us up on uh, about all of the socials, at Two Guys One Topic. We'd love to hear any thoughts or comments that you've got. We will be back next week, though, with another completely random topic. But until then... Get out there and share some Barbie knowledge. <laughs>